Real talk. Real talk. Right What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Welcome to you. Can sip with us. us. Hey, I'm Colleen. I'm Ashley. What are you sipping on? What I'm sipping on. Look how angry this pumpkin is. Oh, wow. He is. He's yeah. Great gourds of fire. I'm sipping on a hot works. Great gourds of fire. It's a it's a pumpkin beer um, at its core, but it has fire roasted pumpkin and it's spicy. Oh, it is spicy. It's not like really spicy, but it's got like spice, spicy ish. It wants to be spicy, but not too spicy. It's good. It's got a lot (gasps) of flavor. Chris got these for me just to try. Like he's like, oh, I just thought of you. I was like, well, you thought right. Oh my gosh. Did a good job. They're delicious. Yeah. What are you stepping on? Um, Okay. When I was, we were, we've been trying you guys to bring you another like seltzer Olympics. We were going to do a sip and spook. We talked about that, but Colin, I couldn't find the same seltzers, but one of the things that I'd been seeing on Instagram, have you heard of mom water? No. Okay. It's, um, no combination. It's just water. It's flavored water, but it's like alcoholic. So when I was went to the place that usually is the best variety of seltzers. And it's a huge ass liquor store here. It's called total wine. Um, I saw mom water and I, it's never been in Arizona before. They had a couple of flavors. The one I picked up was coconut mango. It's very weird. Uh, I just tried it. The flavor's good, but it's very weird to sip from a can in like a seltzer type can, but have it be flat. Ooh, you know, yeah. there's no carbonation. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What so but it's um you like zero everything. So it's got water, vodka, natural coconut, mango flavors, and citric acid. That's it. Okay. Um, and this one is called Sandy. Okay. They have one called like Karen. Um, they got, you know, different, different moms. Uh, and so I've been very curious about them. And I would say it's it's uh okay, yeah, they got a Linda. They, Linda is blueberry peach. They got <laughs> Karen, who's a lemon blueberry. They got a variety pack called the Mom Squad, oh, wow. uh, which includes Julie, and she is passion fruit. Um, oh, it does. Oh, they have that. Okay, it says that they have it near me. Um, yeah, should have caught the pack. But anyway, no, it's good. It's just weird, a weird sensation to not have um, sparkles, you know? Yeah. 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 Anyway. Um, and of course, I brought it back up. Good for um, you. High noon because that's, you know, how I roll. What is that thing behind you that's like pink that looks like an angry mouse? Oh, that was so <laughs> it's a flamingo hat. Oh. And it is okay. when here, hold on. When I every year Beachbody creates for the elite coaches these gifts and okay. they do them for like, so I think it was a new Orleans. It was supposed to be in new Orleans or something. So they try to do wherever summit is. It's like inspired by that. It's the summit gift. And this was in 2020. So, um, we didn't go anywhere, but they sent it to us. And this was a year I was top coach, but let me show you. Oh, that is okay. <laughs> lights up. Okay. Look at that. Um, it lights far up. away. All I did not realize one that it was that large. I just, oh, yeah. all I saw the way it was tilted, it was like set on this thing. And all I saw was like half of one of the eyes and it just looked like yeah. this 
weird little pink small mouse and but when it's on top of your head that thing is huge oh this said top coach but now it says top co the c and the h broke off yeah top co um yeah the kids love it oh but yeah i think this was like a you see all the mardi gras beads so i think it's It's, like one of those mardi gras inspired hats oh yeah and then we've had like when they had some in nashville one year they gave everyone guitars when we were in indianapolis everyone got a race suit um, so that that's what that is. If you guys want to see it, you can check out YouTube because we put these video, we record these episodes and we put the videos up on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have to check it out. But yeah, it's a whole thing. You have to check it out. So my situation right now, you guys, I joined this recording with Ash and my lights were actively flickering. Mm-hmm. They've been flickering all day. It is there's like strong wind gusts outside. There is rain hitting the windows. Mm. It is. We needed this in October. Dark. And I spooky vibes. I'm into it. And then it's supposed to get really cold soon here. And they're saying maybe even some snow. Whoa. And it feels early for that. Very early. Because we had such a long summer. It just feels like we're now we're just going right into winter. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I feel like not too long ago, you were still made like a couple weeks ago. You were still yeah. in the 80s. Still in the 80s. So it's crazy. That's okay. Awesome. Also, big deal. Big, big deal. deal. Big, oh, big deal. Big deal. You guys, today uh, we are officially launching our holiday merch to every single one of you listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is so good. We're both wearing it right now. Yes. Some of it. Two, right two different kinds. Yeah. To be fair, we launched it on Friday officially to our Patreon squad first we always like to launch their first um patreon gets everything so if you guys don't know if maybe you just found us we release two episodes a week one here and then you know wherever you're listening to this and then we also do one on a subscription platform called patreon it's every friday that's called another round and they get kind of like the behind the scenes but they also get first dibs on anything that we create because when things sell out you know, we feel like yeah. they're our, our true loyal. They're obsessed with us and we're obsessed with them. Um, so come over there and join us. It's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash you can sip with us. Um, but after you join us there, go to sipsquadpod.com slash shop and go check out our holiday merch. Yes. This holiday yes. stuff last year is really what, what, changed everything for us so i think we've done a couple merch launches before then but you guys were obsessed with holiday and so are we we, this is a match made in heaven yeah we're like wait a minute they like celebrations as much as we do okay same same same. let's just go so go nuts so that's what we did we tried to like brought you valentine's we brought you saint patty's this year some fourth of july some fourth of july yes americana shit so um this holiday collection is no this holiday collection is amazing. So get it, guys. Get it now because things sell out quick. Yes. That's why we launched a Patreon first because um, inventory and we want to make sure, you know, we're getting it to them. So go shop it. It might seem a little early, but it's not. By the time you get it, it's going to be like, it's perfect. Yes. 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 Okay. Um, oh my gosh. I'm scrolling down. So today's a mailbag episode, you guys, where we've got... Um, a full mailbag and fun stuff to go through. And we threw out a gauntlet last week of, hey, you guys, send us your best would you rathers and mm-hmm. fun things. And you guys 
rose to the challenge. Delivered. We also have some urgent two sips. But before we get into any of that, we have a hangover. A uh, hangover two sips. So oh, this is the one. Um, okay, this is the one where it's a sister-in-law. Uh, the person who's writing in, she has a sister-in-law who work outside of the family business, but the mother-in-law does the bookkeeping for the business. And she noticed... So then their husbands, right, are the sons. Yes, I remember the mother-in-law, this person, right? Yeah. yeah, and she noticed on the cell phone bill, multiple phone calls to a strange number every day for long periods of time from her sister-in-law, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. long story short, because we go into this and you guys probably all remember, it's like, is she being unfaithful? Mm-hmm. Right? And there was right. a lot of things. And so we got a message that says, follow up the end. Yes. This was sent yes. just 11 days ago. Okay. Hey, Ashen Call, it's been a few months now, but I wanted to give you ladies a final update on the family affair. Yes. Ooh, she's titled it. It turns out my mother-in-law was right. And the secret was best to have been kept about my cheating sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. After almost six months of my cheating sister-in-law playing my brother-in-law, my husband slowly spilled the beans regarding the phone records. My husband let the name of the man owning the cell phone slip. During one of the sister-in-law's raging fits, my brother-in-law told her that maybe she should call blank, the man, insert uh the man, to make her happy. Mm. So that's when it all hit the fan. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He said she stopped in her tracks and turned her head around to face him with an oh look on her face. A few days later, she moved out and my brother-in-law offered her a deal to work out the separation between the two of them if she didn't file for alimony. He told her he was fairly confident that if he were to have his attorney subpoena her phone records, he could easily prove that she had an affair. Mm -hmm. She agreed to not file for alimony if he didn't subpoena her phone records. Okay. After a few months of healing now, my brother-in-law thanked us for not telling him until we did. He knows that he would never have been able to keep his cool and would have done something stupid if we told him about the phone records six months ago. Whoa. Hmm. Okay, so it's not really... The way that she started that was like, my mother-in-law was right. We sh- it was best kept a secret. I thought she was going to say, we told him he didn't care. He's still with her. Now he's mad at yeah. us. Um, but it didn't it go that way. Go. She just meant like the brother said, okay, thank you. I'm glad you didn't tell me until now. Mm-hmm. So that was good. So mm-hmm. everything's good. Except Plus, for, I, I remember that woman yeah. was an asshole to him and she kept threatening to leave. And so, yes, he's in pain, but it's a good, I mean, this is now he can start his healing and he yeah. can start his next chapter and moving forward. I always wonder, like, would he have ever found out if, like, the mother-in-law hadn't found... Stumbled. Mm -hmm. Stumbled upon the phone records, Mm -hmm. the smoking gun. Right. Would they have just... How long would this have gone on? Would he... Like, you know, life... Right. And she would have just probably kept gaslighting him. Right? Because that's what she was doing. She was basically, like, she was cheating on him and yet telling him like, I don't, you're the worst and I'm going to divorce you and blah, 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 all these things. Yeah. Meanwhile, she just wanted out of the marriage, but she wanted, she was too much of a coward to do it. So she yep. wanted to make him like hate her so that he would do it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Who knows what would have happened, but good thing that's all wrapped up. That's nice yeah. with a, with a tidy little bow, the tidy little bow. 
Hey, that's a heck of a segue, Ash, for things that you could tie with a nice little bow. <laughs> it's time to get going on shopping, you guys. And this is one of my favorite places for I'm so excited. They're a partner of ours because I always check this website out. This um, uncommon goods. If you want to avoid boring, basic and bland gifts this year, uncommon goods is your secret weapon. They really are. I go there all the time and surf and like, what do they have? Because it's always stuff that's really cool, whether it's a bigger gift or like um, I have a lot of luck there for like uh, um uh, friends gifts or like white elephant type gifts mm, too, mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. that are cool, but unique. They're here to make your holiday shopping stress free by scoring the globe for the most remarkable and truly unique gifts for everyone on your list. Whether you're shopping for your secret Santa or your entire family, uncommon goods knows exactly what they want. I found, um, I don't know if you remember, I brought this as one of my favorite things for our holiday gift list last year or the year before okay. it was a whiskey glass etched with the city of portland in it oh and i found that on uncommon goods and i bought it for chris and he loved it and loves it we still use it so when you shop at uncommon goods you're supporting artists and small independent businesses these are amazing products are often made in small batches shop now before they sell out this holiday season from art and jewelry to kitchen home and bar uncommon goods has something for everyone not lackluster gifts you could find anywhere. And with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give you back a dollar to a nonprofit partner of your choice. They've donated more than two and a half million dollars to date. They look for products that are high quality, unique, and often handmade or in the US. They have the most meaningful out of the ordinary gifts anywhere. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm just like scrolling here because I've never shopped. They have some really cute things. One of the first things that I saw is um, a Minute Mimosa Sugar Cube Trio. So the picture is glass of champagnes with these little boxes of sugar cubes that have like different flavors in it. And I'm thinking, oh, that'd be so fun. You just like a little fun thing to try out for the holidays, pour a glass of champagne and try these little mimosa things, whatever. And then they yes. just, like you said, local artists, super unique finds that you're not going to find like just at every shop. Oh my gosh. So cool. So to get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash sip. That's uncommongoods.com slash sip for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon goods. We're all out of the ordinary. We have, I'm going to get into, we're going to do two sips first, and then we're going to um, dive into the would you rathers, you guys. So this one is titled Anonymous, Please. And I just, I took a quick glance at this. I'm like, oh, I can answer this super fast. Um, hey, ladies, I don't know anyone personally who has dealt with this, but I know Colleen did, and I would love some mm. advice. I just got diagnosed with gestational diabetes and I'm freaking out after a miscarriage. I'm finally getting pregnant again. I feel like my body is failing me and more importantly, my baby. I am scared to death to have to watch every single thing I eat for the rest of my pregnancy. I'm currently 24 weeks. What if I don't do this right? The menu the doctor gave me is so intense. Can you please give me examples of your snacks and meals? Am I crazy for being scared that about 60% of women with gestational diabetes will have type two diabetes, um, later. That's insane. I exercise and eat healthy overall. So these results literally shocked me. Please share your knowledge and help ease my mind. You ladies are amazing. Thank you for sharing your lives with us and being so vulnerable. Thank you. A scared soon to be mom. Don't be scared. But also you were also scared. So I was, I feel like it's normal. That's, That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying is like, 
I can tell you, don't be scared because I was so upset. I was crying. Mm -hmm. I was so scared. And I can tell you gestational diabetes was one of the best things that ever happened to me because Mm -hmm. you have to switch it. And I talked a lot about this over on Patreon. So I almost feel like pay $5 and like go back through some of the Patreon episodes and like, when were you diagnosed? May, April and May. Yep. Um, but I'll try and summarize it all here is that you will, you will get into it. You're going to have feelings regardless. And it also just sucks being that pregnant and not, it feels like one of the joys in pregnancy is like to indulge in like the things you want and all your pregnancy cravings. And it feels like part of it, you will find indulgences again. I promise you. And this will become just like a new normal that you're not thinking about really. But on the other side of it, what's really cool is you're going to learn a lot about your body and you're going to learn a lot about food. And um, I, for me, yes, it, it does scare me that so many women after birth, like the majority of women after birth go on to get type 2 diabetes. And that's incredibly motivating for me. And I worried about what would happen after Ellie? Would I just like default back to like not thinking about glucose? But what's happening to you right now is like fundamentally changing how you look at glucose, at blood sugar, at like the impact to your body. And the way that I had to take control of it is like, this is actually a super empowering experience. I'm going to get real-time feedback on my body through the glucose testing. And I can honestly say like, ever since Ellie's been born, I've found more balance, but I'm still every day eating for blood sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, having gone through what I went through and, uh, gestational diabetes can be managed, right? Like, and as it's being managed, your baby, like the, what they told me is they're like, because you've managed it so well, it is basically like the baby is not experiencing anything that's going to have a long-term impact because your body is that of someone who doesn't have it because it's not, you're not spiking. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but my number one thing is follow glucose goddess on Instagram and buy her book protein, heavy breakfasts. Right. And then eating in the order of fiber and then like protein fats and then carbs after the, as the very last thing. And how I structure my day now and how I structured it a lot when I was pregnant is I would just have a very protein and fiber heavy breakfast. I ate like uh, beans count as fiber. So I'd wake up and have like some garbanzo beans and I'd have some eggs. Then I'd have um, tomatoes and I would have avocado and cheese, right? Um, Things that I was enjoying being pregnant. And I would put a lot of my carbs later in the day when my body wasn't as sensitive to them. And it's how I still do it now. So it is scary at the beginning. You will get into a groove. Glucose Goddess is an absolutely incredible resource. And I think the reason that you say it was one of the best things that ever happened to you is because um, not only, yes, is it empowering, but what you have to do to manage um, gestational diabetes is actually um, what every human on the planet should be doing, like to yeah. feel their best. It's not like you got diagnosed with a disease and now you have to have all this medicine and tra- right. Like that's sad. It's actually, it's a big change. So I can see why it would be scary. And you, there's some unknowns, right? What does this mean for the baby? What does this mean for my future? But ultimately you ended up having a better second half of your pregnancy than first half big because time. of eating this way. And yep. it, you know, and I was interested, I was pursuing learning about glucose and stuff, even without that 
um, just because I wanted to have more sustained energy throughout the day and really be treating my body well. So it's scary when you go into the unknown, but I think that's why you said it's one of the best things that ever happened to you because now you know what it feels like to totally. feel good. Yeah. To feel better than ever. Yeah. To feel better than ever. So you got this mama. You totally got this. Okay. <laughs> this one comes from Cassie. Hi, ladies. First, I love you both on the pod so much. Love listening to new episodes and also re-listening to oldies. I am a first time mom to be and so excited. This baby was very much planned and prayed for. We struggled to get pregnant and ultimately had success after a few rounds of IVF. It's such a blessing. I can't wait to be a mom. But as I'm entering my last two months of pregnancy, holy anxiety. Can you offer me any quick advice on how to navigate the feelings of becoming a first time mom? mom. I worry a lot about how I will handle everything and how much our life will change. And then I feel bad for having these feelings because mm. we work so hard to get pregnant in the first place. I know this is all normal, but was just hoping you could offer a few words of wisdom and help me freaking relax. I really trust and value your advice as mothers. Thanks ladies. Okay. So I think as humans, our brains are naturally wired to be negative. That is a survival mechanism, right? Like looking, our brain is constantly scanning the world for threats. So yes, it's normal that your brain is freaking you out right now because that's what human brains do. That's just your brain braining. Um, but I also feel like it's just a good reminder, like as you start spinning out, thinking back and, and I don't struggle with anxiety, but my husband does. And one of the things he said when we were really stressed about this move and we didn't know if we were going to like, no one was buying our house. We didn't know what to do. Did, did, did all these things. He struggles with anxiety. And when we were out, he said, I just keep thinking about there's anytime I felt overwhelmed or really anxious in the past. And my brain has worried about possible outcomes. It's always worked out. There's never been a single time in my life where things haven't worked out and maybe not always the way that you want them to, but the way that they're supposed to. Right. And so I think he took some peace in comfort in knowing like you've survived everything, all the unknowns that have happened before. And, um, you will survive this too. I also feel like there's something that kicks in, uh, when you have a kid for both of you, you and dad, that, I had no idea how to be a mom. I had no clue about anything. I'm still freaking fumbling and learning. Someone just chewed me out today. Uh, well, last week, but I saw it today on um, a parenting choice that I made. And she's, she said something like, everybody knows this. And I wanted, I was like, I didn't know that. I don't know things until I know things. Like she was, she said, everybody knows that it's 24 hours fever free without medication. I'm like, I, how is everybody knowing that? I don't know it until I learn it. Now that I've learned it, I know it, right? But like, you just figure it out. You learn as you go. And all the baby needs is like love and food and a safe place to sleep. And you'll fumble through it and you'll get there. Uh, and then the other thing that I will say is um, worrying, trying to calm your brain down. And I think it's easier for me because I don't actually uh, struggle with anxiety where I have a little bit more control of my mind. So maybe someone that has more anxious tendencies. This is harder. 
But for me, when my mind starts spinning, I can just remind myself that worrying doesn't actually prepare me for anything. This is just a total waste of my energy because I can be stressed about any different possible outcome and scenario, and I won't know how to handle it or what it's going to feel like or what I'll do until I'm actually in it. And most of those scenarios, I probably won't even face, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But like worrying doesn't actually prepare you. That's what I think our brain tries to trick us into thinking that if I worry about this now, then I'll be prepared when that happens. But you're never really prepared because you don't know what it's going to be like until you're in it. Um, and so I am able to just sort of be like, okay, what can I do right now to feel better? And knowing that I'm going to be able to tackle whatever comes my way and I don't have to be perfect at it. I am just going to tackle it as it comes. Um, and I'll get through it because I've, I have a lot of evidence that I've gotten through everything else in my life. So, but you have a little bit more of an anxious brain. So how does that feel what are some things that you do to calm your brain down? Right. I feel like, right. Like we've talked about you and John have a little bit more of that. Yeah, no, I'm just like trying to give like advice that I think will be empowering and, and also relevant. So having a baby, like being a first time mom is unlike any, there's very few things I feel like that fundamentally change you, you know, and becoming a first time mom is definitely one of them. And to Ashley's point, besides like what you're, what you're doing right now, thinking, oh, if I do these things, then I'll be prepared. It's like nothing can prepare you in a way too. And so you almost need some, like, what are the things you can control and focusing Mm -hmm. on just some things you can control and, and having some, um, time to meditate, I think would be important before baby, when baby's here and just staying in tune with what you need, because especially as a, and I'm speaking to like with some, this is pretty relevant still for me, you know, Ellie's only five months old, but like you get lost in the needs of that are um, being put on you versus like what it is you need. Mm. And just practice now getting in tune with yourself. Um, and embolden yourself to express how it is you feel and what it is you need. But you can only do that if you actually know what those answers are. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, you can empower people to help you advocate for yourself, but you have to advocate for yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to advocate for yourself as you get super pregnant. If you just need to sit up and put your feet up, you advocate yourself in the hospital. If you need like someone to encourage you for that final push, you know, you advocate for yourself when you have a baby on the boob and you need someone to like, dr- like put water to my mouth. I don't mm-hmm, have it. Mm-hmm. Like, my hands are into smoke. Yeah. You know, and like, or, or just expressing to someone, I'm feeling a lot of anxiousness right now and I just need to be by myself or I need to go take a hot shower or I need to rest. Like if you just put your feelings out there, I think you'd be amazed at the people who rally, but they don't always know. And sometimes you don't always know. So just do what you can before baby comes to practice connecting with your inner self. Yeah. Right. And being in tune with yourself. And you totally got this. Mm -hmm. You really do. I'm so excited for you. Like I am. It is the most beautiful. And and, uh, uh, the thing that rises above all this is it's like the most beautiful thing. It is like the coolest, like, Honestly, like to have 
um, a new life in this world to like experience the newness and pressure, like how beautiful and precious life is. Right. And like this baby's going to have the best mom. And I don't know if you believe that I know you do Colleen, but I don't know if you believe this, um, listening to this, cause we're not talking to just this person. We're talking to all of you. If this resonates with anyone. Um, but I really believe in after having Erica on and just really doing some of that deeper, like soul level work, this baby chose you specifically to be yeah. the mom. So you are the exact right person. You're going to be the exact right mother for this baby. Um, okay. Last one. Hi, Ash and Call. This is from Jen. So here's the thing. Shoot, this might get wordy, but bear with me. This isn't too wordy. There's wordier ones. When I get caught up on my weekly episodes, I scroll other podcasts, sometimes start an episode, but eh, just not the same. So I scrolled way back to the start of Patreon episodes to start from the beginning and work my way back. I have a half hour commute to and from work four days a week as a nurse. I need the laughs, the advice, the general awesomeness of you two. Mm. Okay, now I'm getting closer to my urgent, important question. In bonus episode number one, you address a two sips question about washing your neck. Then go on to say how Ellen asked Taylor if she washed her legs and you both agreed unless you're shaving, you don't really wash your legs. Okay. No, so here's my, you don't really wash your legs. I think that's different. Were. I don't wash my legs. If I shave, I do wash my legs every other time in the shower. Okay. Do you wash your so legs every time? I like put a suds up and I sort of just lightly, yeah, wash my legs. Yeah. So I feel like she might've heard that wrong. Cause I think I don't wash them after I shave. Cause I feel like, Oh, I'm no. gonna... so I think that maybe you heard that opposite. We do wash them in the, sh anyway, I don't know if that's neither here nor there, but just to clarify, I do wash she every said, time. Unless okay. I shave. So here's my question. Do you wash your feet? Cause tonight in the shower, immediately after listening to that, I'm rubbing the loofah over my legs, then harder on my feet. Cause after a long day of work on my feet with compression socks and tennis shoes, gotta do it. Can't wait to hear. Um, love you both. Thanks for always brightening my day, being real and relatable. I do wash my feet. Do you wash your feet? I do, but I didn't used to, I don't think I did. I don't know when I like, I can't remember showering in like middle school and high school and college, but I remember at some point noticing John watch. So John, and I have been together 15 years. And at some point I noticed he washed his feet um, thoroughly every time. And so then I remember having this idea of like, Oh, I think I need to wash my feet. So yeah. now I do wash my feet, but I don't like, I, I can't remember whether I did or didn't, but I remember <laughs> The moment noticing like, that he did. Yeah. And so it made me think like, oh, you right. It made me think like, like looking back that I didn't. Yeah. Until I saw him do it. Yeah. He's yeah. very he's a very thorough washer. I've learned a lot about showers from John. Wow. He, wow. Do you blow your nose in the shower? Um, shower? I blow my nose in the shower. I pee before the shower. I blow my nose and pee in the shower. Nice. I don't, but yeah. John doesn't do either of those things. Why? I don't know. Blowing your nose in the shower is like one of the most fun things. I know. So washing your face. Like, why wouldn't you? Have I know. And then shower? sometimes I like dig around and just see, is there anything left that I didn't blow out that I can pull? Like I got these fingernails now, you know, yeah. and then I just rinse them under the shower and you know, you're, I yeah. do it all before I wash before any soap yeah. comes. It's like, a, it's the first thing you do basically. Also, I, out of habit, I pee before taking a shower, but I have no issue with peeing in the shower. 
it's so, so much yeah. water just like right. going into the drain. yeah and i like to like see because i've all of my showers that i can really remember they're like white floors you know yeah um and so i like to see like how yellow is the water right you know, whoa, I'm really, whoa. whoa. <laughs> yeah. But John doesn't do either of those things. He thinks it's weird. Like a shower is a place for cleaning. I think John thinks. Well, it is. Well, it is. That's why it's going to clean everything else out. Yeah. But I'm also about efficiency. So it's like, why yes. would I use a Kleenex before or after I get in the shower when I could just yeah. use the water in the yeah. shower? I like brushing my teeth in the shower. John would probably hate that. Yeah, he doesn't do that. But he does yeah. water floss no. with the shower head. Okay. okay. Like he puts it on the yeah. full blown stream and then, yeah. you know, water picks. Yeah. I do brush my teeth in the shower if I'm crunched for time, but there's something about that that doesn't feel clean to me. Oh, yeah. I just let it. It's one of I the first things I do. And then I soak up and all the other stuff you shower you brush your teeth every time in the shower no just i well most nights because i shower oh, yeah. i'm a night shower yeah and so i just like i love the feeling of like after my shower i put on my jammies and my face is washed my teeth are brushed everything's done yeah i love you that know? feeling too but i contacts don't are out, what time are you showering after you put the, the kids shower. down yeah oh, okay yeah. so you're like really like getting to bed yeah yeah Hmm. There's something mentally about that. Not brushing my teeth in the shower, but then my shower, my toothbrush sitting on the side of the shower as I feel like I'm putting dirt everywhere or something. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's a mental thing. Yeah, you should just try it. Well, just I have done it. it. I do it. I if, know, oh, if it I'm in a new house, see if the new showers are. Like I did it. I've, I've showered in there oh. the other day, but only if I because, you know, me, I don't I'm not early and I try not to be real late. I am a right exactly on time kind of girl. So I run my life like that. And what that means is sometimes I, I don't have time to shower outside or to brush my teeth outside of the shower. It's got to be a in the shower situation, but that's a last resort for me. I don't like to do it, got but it. I will. But you will. I will. But you will. Fairty is all about clothing for life's best moments, whether it's a Friday night football game, the first day of school, hanging out with the family in your backyard, or just like a beach trip. That is one of the things that I was shopping for, but they all, all of their clothes are made to make you feel good and they feel good on your body. It is a family brand that believes comfort and quality are key. They're, it's founded by twin brothers, Alex and Mike. And Fairty grew out of their longtime love of the surf and mountains, road trips and beach bonfires, you know the feeling. They're passionate about craftsmanship and sustainability. And each piece on their site is designed to be a lifetime favorite. In fact, so much so, their clothes get even better with age, with better with washing. And if anything happens to an item you purchase along the way, Fairty will replace or fix it for life no matter what. So when I went on there, I was looking at these are staple pieces. I don't know if it's like I don't think you would use the term capsule collection for this, but they are lifetime pieces that are going to stay with you forever, right? Like the quality is uh, unmatched, I feel like. But I was shopping and it just felt kind of like Peru is walking the aisles of their site took me to different places. And that's why I said the beaches of San Diego, because as I was shopping, I saw this sweatshirt and I bought it's like a sunset sweatshirt. And I, it just took me to like, I can see myself wearing that on the beaches of San Diego. Like I want it. And then it arrived and the packaging is very VIP feeling. It's very 
luxurious packaging. And then I pulled the sweatshirt out and it has become, it's my, it's literally my favorite sweatshirt. I'm obsessed with it. I live in it. And I like knowing that no matter how much I wear it, it gets better. And if anything happens to it, they'll replace it. Right now, Verity is giving all you can sup with us listeners an amazing deal. 20% off every order. That's pretty awesome. You heard us. You get a full 20% off your order. Head to fairitybrand.com slash sip and use code sip at checkout to get this deal. That's code sip at fairity, F-A-H-E-R-T-Y brand.com slash sip for 20% off fairitybrand.com slash sip. Uh, I'm stoked. People really showed up for these. Would you rather's me? Yes. So I think we put, we put out this call to action last time that said, if we read your, would you rather on air, we will send you something from our holiday merch. So, um, I'm going to, and then you guys came out. So we are going to probably only be able to get through one of these today, but we're going to save them. And, um, if we use it in the future, we'll probably forget that we offered the merch thing. So write to us, but Jayla, you can sip with us at Gmail. Well, you know that cause you guys wrote us, but we'll hook you up. Yes. Yes. Uh, Jayla Farrell wrote this one and I'm going to read it or I'm going to use her. Would you rather's and Jayla you also email us um, at you can sit with us at gmail.com and tell us which of our merch you want for, you know, go shop the holiday merch. Tell us which one you want. We'll send it to you uh, and your size and your address and all that. Okay. So would you rather always win at everything, but never have fun or always lose, but have a blast. That's freaking easy to me. Lose, but have a blast. Yeah. I was actually just thinking the other day that I wish I was more competitive. I don't think I'm competitive enough and I was wondering how, because Revy, it's interesting. I'm noticing, right? She's five and she, I see a younger me in her where she doesn't want to do something if she's not good at it. Mm. And I remember, and this is starting at five and I don't know, it must makes me think it's just an innate thing, but I remember growing up and like feeling like I wasn't athletic and didn't know how to do any sports. And I just didn't want to play for fear of looking stupid instead of people that are competitive. They're like, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to fall on my ass as many times as I need to. And I'm going to get good. Yes. I don't have that skill. Well, now I care less about other people, what they think. So now I'll try and I'll make myself look dumb, but I don't care about trying things enough to get good at it. I just don't care as much about looking stupid. Are you competitive? I feel like you're competitive though. Do you think it's not like you want to be at the top? But there's a stopping point. Is it fear of failure? Like if you don't want to go like like you, I feel like you're competitive. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm competitive. What is it? I think I'm not competitive with my body. OK, like athletically, I don't feel competitive. Got it. OK, because I'm like thinking like back to like even just like bocce ball is a silly example. But I'm like, you're spirited and like, yeah, but spirited is different than comparative competitive. True. Right. I also feel like we we had a guy on our team that I would say is a true competitor who came in and we were like, whoopsie daisy, shouldn't have drafted that guy. And then he was quickly like one of the best players we had because he would remember Nate. Yeah. Like his first time, he the first game or two games, he kind of. Yeah. Sucked. And then we were like, holy shit, this guy is a dead ringer. And you and I were kind of like, of course, we wanted to win. But it was also like, ah. 
if we didn't no harm no foul yeah I think for me winning and fun go hand in hand so this is actually a tough question because like I have fun when I'm winning if it's like a competitive situation so Mm -hmm. I feel like for me but that's not a choice here I know and I'm doing a you move you're pulling me you're pulling an Ashley I'll take the fun still. I'll take the fun. If it means that it'll be fun, like if it's fun, no matter what, even if I'm losing. Okay. Um, be 25 for the rest of your life or be 52 for the rest of your life. 52. 52. I don't ever want to be 25 again. Same. Ever. I, I don't ever want to be below 30. Who I've known since before I was 30. And we were talking and he's like, I can't believe, you know, you just turned 37. And I'm like, yeah, I love it. I love like 30s has been amazing. I imagine they say I keep like 40s. I've heard mm-hmm. it's amazing. I like, think I'm 40s. all about it, dude. Yeah, like, I'm all about it. I do think 40s are probably going to be my favorite generation. And then I is that the word you generation decade. age decade. Um, And then I feel like 52 is going to be a little tough because I already notice now like my vision is starting to be a little mm-hmm. wonky, you know, hangovers suck. I need my sleep. My body aches a little more. So in 52, that's another 15 years. I imagine it's going to be a whole lot more of that, like aging shit we got to put up with, but I yeah. still take it over the mental bullshit of 25. Yes. All right. Be CEO of a failing company or be an entry level associate at a thriving. Read that again. Mm. I don't like either of these. Be CEO of a failing company or an entry level associate at a thriving company. Entry level associate at a thriving company, because at the end of the day, like if you're CEO at a failing company, it's like I'm thinking about this, like maybe there's layoffs whatever. And technically, if you're CEO, you're steering the ship and it's your fault. Like if you're okay with failure as a CEO, like you shouldn't be CEO and people's jobs and lives depend on it. Mm. I would rather be an entry level person at a thriving company. People are having fun. The company's doing well. Happy hours. I could imagine a world where there's like, um, you know, uh, I don't know. That sounds like a good time. I'm also thinking that if you are a thriving company, there are some incredible employees that as an entry level associate, could be your mentor and you can like, it's not saying you're staying at this company entry level for the rest of your life. Yeah. It didn't say that here I am pulling an Ashley finding a loophole, but it's like entry level for now, for now I take it. And then you're, you're, and I'm learning from the best. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We found the right answer. (laughs) I agree with you. (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, would you rather everyone thinks you are funny and dumb or smart, but not funny, smart, but not funny. Okay. My initial response was funny and dumb, but then I started thinking smart, not funny, because there are people that I love that have a great sense of humor that I would, that don't make me laugh, right? They're not themselves funny, but they laugh at things. So there's still a good time to be with. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to be funny to also be a fun person. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I think smarts, smarts and not funny. There've been moments in my life everyone's had these moments where you're like, am I being taken seriously? Mm, and because you're like too that. funny? No. Um, like, is there a question mark over me being smart? Oh, right. Like, okay. I interpret mm-hmm. it that right. way. Of like, right. you're not taking me seriously. Do you think I'm not smart? Yes. Like, I connect that. I don't like that feeling. I also wonder if that is a little bit of uh, 
conditioned misogyny in us. Oh, I'm sure. You know? Oh, yeah. Fem- like- the, the dumb female. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, mm, I agree. That. Nope. Everyone's got to never. Yeah, we got to never question that about her. Um, all right. Would you rather have been a guest? This is a good one. At Chrissy Teigen. You see how I said that for her? Yeah. Because yeah. didn't you say that's like how she said it's I supposed to be said? I think so. I feel like it's like her real name and her show name is her show name's got to be Chrissy Teigen. She's yeah, not she's a Chrissy no. Teigen. Yeah. yeah, but it's okay. So, um, but when you read it, it does say Teigen. Okay. Yeah. Um, a guest at Chrissy and John's wedding or be invited to a Taylor Swift dinner party. I think my answer is going to surprise you. Mm. Wedding guest. Tell me why. I think... I'd much rather be at a party having a good time. They're going to bring in singers. It's going to be like the best of the best. You're going to get mm-hmm. a John Legend concert. There, it's going to be great food. Everyone's going to like, it's like beauty everywhere. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mm-hmm. can just like imagine flowers and drapes and like a celebrity wedding event. Fireworks, like mm-hmm. I think a celebrity wedding would be really cool. I think I would be too in my head and nervous in a small group dinner environment with Taylor Swift. Okay. Yeah. So my thought was Taylor Swift's dinner because I feel like Taylor is very authentic and she loves her fans. And I feel like she would make you feel very comfortable, but you also have some really good points and you've got me thinking now. And I think one of the things I did in my head was switch this to, I would be invited. Okay. If I was friends with them, Right. If I like, would I rather be a friend at Chrissy and John's wedding or a friend at Taylor Swift's dinner party? I would rather be at the wedding. Yeah. Because I feel like a wedding is always going to be a great time. I, I, I can't really think of a wedding. I haven't had a good time at. And I'm going to throw it out there. I don't know if I want to be Taylor Swift's friend. She's a little intense. She's pretty intense. Really, really brilliant, uh, brilliant. And I, I don't know, man. She is. That's an example of, well, we don't know, but she doesn't seem funny. She's very smart. Maybe not so funny. It's like never meet your heroes. I like where she is in my life. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. If someone become, if you become like, is it going to ruin it for me? But the other thing that I thought is Chrissy might ruin it for me because Chrissy to me, her public persona is very funny, very goofy, good time. But then you've seen her talk about like she struggles with anxiety. She has like social awkwardness or whatever she calls it. And so then I feel like would I go to her wedding and be like, oh, you're not at all who I thought you were. Whereas mm-hmm. Taylor, I think, is going to be exactly who I thought she was. Well, that's true. You know, let's take the friendship component out of it. The answer is wedding. Yeah, the answer is wedding. Yeah. OK. Um. OK. Would you rather be dropped into the world of succession as a family member? This is a good one. Or the Kardashians as someone who works for them? Oh, oh my God. This is a good one. Oh my God. This, this is this is Olympic gold right here. This is one of the best. Okay, so let's, let's think it through. Let's think it through. So you're dropped into succession as a family member. That seems toxic as fuck. You also get to be in nice cars, yachts. Yeah, you're a billionaire and you hate your life and you hate everyone around you. I don't know if they hate their life. Some of them do. Some of them. Who doesn't hate their life? Which of the kids do you think doesn't hate their life? I mean, I think they're all addicted to power. The one that is kind of dumb. That brother that like is goofy and no one really not not. Um. Ronan or whatever, but the guy that like they don't give any. Oh yeah, he's dating the model. 
Yeah, but she's not really dating him. <laughs> like he's dating yeah. her, but she's like not interested in him. Okay, so Shiv, I don't think Shiv hates her life. Shiv's pretty focused. I think if I was her therapist, she would absolutely, we would get to the bottom of her psychi- her yeah. consciousness and she would absolutely hate her life. She'd be like, the amount of pressure, the amount of fuckery I have to deal with <laughs> yeah. sucks. Dude, but they... Okay, so they did a promo for the next season of Succession during mm-hmm. the House of Dragons finale, and I got I cannot wait for this show to come back. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm looking. I put in Succession cast just to get like a visual yeah. of everybody, and I'm looking at the actor who plays Tom. You know, oh, Tom is such a good time. Yeah, dude. Um, you know what? I, okay, listen. I'd like to be dropped into the Succession family as like a Greg, not yeah. one of the kids, but like. It's not I an mean, option. We got to be. Why? One of, say no, that as a family member. Greg is a family member. He's like true, a nephew. True, true, true. Is this the loophole? I'm thinking so. <laughs> I want to be right? the dad. Oh, I you do? I want to be the dad. Now Just that guy Everybody's on eggshells around me. Yeah, that's you know, ultimate power. Everybody's just nervous as hell around me. I can me tell you this. All the time. I would not want to I'm be in the that. Kardashians world as someone who works for them. No, me neither maybe a makeup artist maybe glam but anyone else no even All right. glam i feel like i'd be annoyed i'm like it's christmas morning and i'm doing glam for you well i'm thinking about mario you know kim's mm. friend mario yeah and then he got his own line out of it and he's like the one of the most well-known makeup artists in the world now and he like yeah, sells a shit at sephora and it's bomb it's actually some of the best makeup i've ever used so i was specifically thinking like if i was mar if i could be dropped as mario yeah. I'll take it. Right. But anyone else? No. No. Okay. okay. Here's some specifically for you, Colleen. Ooh. Old fashioned or sour beer? Old fashioned. Never try new recipes or never make new cocktails. Like I could never do those again or I'm trying to. Okay. So like you I, can't try any new. I wouldn't so want to be able to use the ones you've done. Oh, okay. Recipes or cocktails. Cocktails. Yeah. I was going to say that for you, but that is a tough one. Okay, never. Oh, shit. This one's going to fuck you up. (laughs) Never travel again or never host parties, gatherings again. Is this a is someone is this a personal 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 attack? It's like, can I sue for like (laughs) harassment? (laughs) Harassment. (laughs) Yeah. Someone just emailed and they're like, hey, also, Colleen, here's a few daggers. Yeah. the hell who uh-huh. is this what's our name yeah we're gonna get we're the gonna fine. get you you know how we're gonna pay you back we're gonna send you a shirt send you a holiday shirt <laughs> jayla hey jayla uh i choose um i choose i will never host a party again okay explain yourself and now i'm sad no i can't... i think i immediately thought of a loophole for that one of, co- of course you did you didn't share it with me you let me just die well here it is just because you can't host parties or gatherings doesn't mean you can't go to a party. Like she should have said never That's go or true. host. You That's can go. You can go to a party. Yeah. And have a great ass hosting, time. Though, too. There's a there is a magic to it. But I'm right. just saying yes, you don't really lose fun. the party yeah. and gathering. I just can't imagine a world like right now I'm in this stage of young children. But like one of my biggest things that I'm excited about is taking them places and doing mm-hmm. like family trips. Mm-hmm. And I know. And then when they go off to college, Chris and I just BS, like going wherever, Travel the whenever, world. and just doing it all yeah. up. But 
I can't. I love that so. It's the, the the one of the biggest joys of my life besides kids, and I can't put hosting in that category. Yeah, right. So I, yeah, all right, okay, okay. For me, uh, my specific questions are lavender or cheetah oh, print. Good, she attacked you too. Yes, at the moment, lavender. I don't need cheetah print again. I'm kind of over cheetah print. Okay. Uh, not be able to shower daily or not be able to do skincare, and it would be skincare because I already don't shower daily. <laughs> And, uh, what she didn't, she did not. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I was like, she did not go as hard on me. Uh, would I rather clean the house every day or cook all meals from scratch? And you guys know, I don't do either of those ever. (laughs) So I had to do them every single day. Um, what would I think I would choose cook all meals from scratch because I do, get joy out of the finished product. I mean, I get a joy out of a finished product, like a clean house as well. Um, but I do enjoy eating food that I've made. And I do like, like, it's like you're creating something. Um, I like, I never regret taking the time to cook for myself, but I, I don't really at this point enjoy it or cleaning the house, but I'm still, I'm going with cooking all meals from scratch. Yep. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an online therapy platform that we've talked about several times. You guys know how serious we take our mental health. And unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual. So when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. What what more perfect time to talk about this than on a two sips episode? It is normal to feel stuck. We have normal human brains, but that's where BetterHelp comes in. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient and accessible anywhere, 100% online. I've gone online and taken their quiz and you know you talk about what it is you're looking for and then it will you say where you're located so then they give you a whole bunch of licensed therapists in your state then you can look at their schedule you can look at you know their bio and all of that and choose them and you can be matched within 48 hours and have an appointment within 48 hours too um and i like that you can switch therapists at any time it's been super convenient and easy for me as the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp <laughs> Better has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms. No traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash sip. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash sip. Plan the bird. I was just starting to feel a little buzzy buzz from this beer. Oh, is it? What's the alcohol percentage on there? I don't know, but that's a big can. It's like a, that's, isn't it? I think that's what it is. It's, it's a tall boy. size of the can six and a half. Percent. Oh, that's good. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's not, not nothing. Not weak. And it's a big old two for one. Tall boy. Yeah. All right. Uh, should I go first? 
mm-hmm. little rant. I've got two for you. Ooh, I was just doing my makeup earlier. I just did a lot. I just do a little bit of something, something. And every day I do my makeup. I think when was the last time you cleaned that brush? Like you should really mm-hmm. be cleaning that brush. And then I think not today though. And then I yeah. went, I proceed to slather bacteria all over my face. And I think that's for another time. <laughs> and <right>. every day <laughs> I do this. And I, so my rant is cleaning makeup brushes. What they need is, I don't know. I don't really want another thing that goes on my counter, but what I, it's like you use it and then you pop it in the machine and it just cleans it and it dries it and it takes care of everything for you so that you're not using like dirty ass brushes because I don't want to clean what my brushes. What is the easiest way to do it? Because I have like makeup cleaner stuff, you know, and then I whoosh it and it's all wet and then I set them out to dry, but it feels right. like it takes forever to dry. Yeah, and then it, it feels hours. like the first 50 times I use it after drying it, I'll like, if it's powder or blush or whatever, right? You go to put it on and then it's some of it's wet. It's still, still a little bit like, wet. That didn't go on how it's supposed to. It's annoying. right. It's the worst. Or it dries weird. And you're like, yeah. well, now it's weird. And I also feel like oh, I'm trying to like clean it. Yeah. And I see some people doing it on a towel, but then I feel like I'm getting my towel super freaking dirty because when you don't clean your brushes that often, it yeah. takes forever to get like the foundation out of, to get the water running clear. So yeah. you're like, you're like, you run it under the water and you get a little bit of soap and you try to scrub it and then you try to, you know, swirl it on the towel and you're like, Oh, nope, that still is like full of makeup. So you do the whole thing again. And it's just a whole ordeal, whole ordeal <sighs> nightmare. Um, today I was putting on my makeup. And I got a, I was, I had a couple things out and kind of in my hand and I was in our smaller bathroom downstairs. It's like the powder room, you know, yeah. people come over and I get a text message and I, I don't know how it all happened, but somehow I went to grab my phone and in the motions of all the things hit my makeup and it flew off of the counter and my eyelash curler fell into the toilet. <gasps> it was fine. I didn't really have to curl my eyelashes today. I can go buy another eyelash curler. House cleaner came yesterday. Toilet's not I pick, I went and grabbed tongs out of the yeah. kitchen. Yeah. Picked it, fished it out. Do that. And then I put it in the dishwasher. Oh, that's eyelash smart. Curler. Yeah. Is that going to be enough? This is all real time. Yes. It's in the dishwasher right now. The dishwasher hasn't run it. Like, yeah. Is that the answer? Yeah. But is there a um, plastic pad on your thing? Because yeah. m- I don't know if that would be good in the dishwasher. Like, do you think that'll like melt or like fly off and go good somewhere? Point. Probably. Like I would clean the metal. That's feels very clean. Yeah. Me. But every time I use it, am, am I going to think? Right. It, but that's a good point. Cause you're putting that right in your eyeball and they say who are in the toilet. Care, yeah. Careful you about know, your eyeballs. The move? The All move? right. This is actually a beautiful segue into my second rant. I was maybe going to okay. avoid it, but Great. here we are. We're moving to this <laughs> new house. The dishwasher takes yeah. three hours to run. Oh, What's with that? That's like the shortest. Si- or you click on express and it's like, yeah. instead of three hours, it's like two hours and 38 minutes. What is happening? Come on. Yeah. What are they doing? <laughs> what are you doing in there? And then they have the nerve. It was a fucking 40 hour work week for this hour thing. cycle. You go to open up the door and everything's sopping. Wet. It's still soaked. It's And it's like an hour <laughs> dry time. It's like, were you even drying? I have some cups that have like divots, you know, that you put upside oh, down. Oh, don't so just, get it's a me. lake. Yeah. It's a, it's lake. a lake. And then there's and then food I gotta, particles. I got to just yeah. dump that out and set it on a towel to then dry. To then dry again. And sometimes you got to like dump it and then rinse it because you see yeah. little stuff. Crumbles. Stuff. Disgusting. 
It is. What's up with these dishwashers? And I yet know. I still prefer a dishwasher over hand washing all day, every day. And if someone only hand washes at their house, I don't trust a single thing. You know what they need? I don't believe it's clean. Remember in college, we didn't have a dishwasher or maybe we yeah. did, but we had a roommate that didn't wash dishes and Something. she would eat. Remember, I don't know if we had, I, but I just remember feeling terrified of all of our silverware. Yeah. That like, has good. this been clean? Yeah. We didn't know ever. No, no. So I got we survived. Great All right. What's your rant? I'll tell you what. Uh, there's a lot of political races happening right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not I need to do Chris and I. We have a date like this weekend to dig in on things and determine how we're going to vote. And yeah. Our ballots in and all these things. And our ballots are due on Tuesday when this episode airs. But I'll tell you what's a constant reminder of needing to dig in on all of this. The political text messages that I'm getting. Yeah. Every single day. Mm-hmm. I've gotten four today. Mm-hmm. I've gotten four today. And you yeah. know what's going to turn me off quicker than anything is if you send me yeah. a text message. You are who I'm not voting for. And then like these the way that they send them to I'm going to read one extremist Ben West would ban abortion even before a woman knows she's pregnant. Will you vote Sonia for Clackamas County commissioner? Like it's It's like it's it's for fear mongering. Like, yo, that's like and it just comes in hot. You know, extremists, (laughs) trusted organizers, no Jules fights for our community. Will you support Jules? Like, do you expect me just to write back? Like, yeah, how's it going? Like, what the hell? You can do. But I feel like I'm getting them from both parties, which is weird. Yeah. Right. So annoying. I don't get it. And Sonia I'm, and is I'm, a relentless leader who's worked hard to keep you safe, hold government accountable and support small business. Like, I love the way that you're reading because this, this is how it feels. Right. It feels like an attack. It's an attack. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty awful. I've some of them I've just replied stop to, you know, and yeah. and they do stop. But. Some of them I don't think are monitored like that. Anyway, it's an app. And oh then the God. calls, too. You get calls, too. Yeah. Nightmare. Okay, my rave. Yeah. The kids fight a lot, right? I think that's a sure. sibling thing. Um, but they're also best friends. And it's the mm. freaking cutest thing. Um, we're planning Ravi's birthday party. And she has this best friend at school, Melanie. And she's like, Melanie is my number one. I'm inviting her first. And then I thought, so she's going to do a princess tea party. And Mac, of course, like he wore Rapunzel. He, I don't know if he kept it on, but he wore his Re- Revy's Rapunzel dress to school today. He just wants to do what Revy does, right? So like yeah. Revy was Jojo Siwa for Halloween. So glitter all over her face. And he was a policeman, but he wanted glitter on it. So he was a glittery, sparkly yeah. policeman. Um, and so she's having this princess tea party and Mac wants to come. And so I said, can Mac come to your party? And she said, Yes. In fact, Mac will be my number one invite. And then Melanie will be number two. Um, And then last night they were playing and they always say uh, uh, the way Mac says her name. It's so he webby webby, but he also started calling her just rev rev. Hey, web web. Come here. Web. What are you doing? Web, what do she has this house bed? So it's gymnastic. Web with gymnastics. Um, and then with eight last night, they were doing this game where you just throw dirty socks at each other Perfect. and they were laughing just like deep 
belly laughs. The best laugh you can hear from your kids. Oh my gosh. Just genuine belly giggle. It was so good. And I just looked over at John and you know, then we can't help but laugh and smile. It's the cutest freaking thing. And I just love their relationship. Mm. Do you love that moment with your spouse when your kids are just like being the cutest ever, or it's like your heart Mm -hmm. is on the, they've ripped your heart out. Yes out of just the moment of adorableness. And then you look at your partner and it's that knowing glance of like, oh, your heart's been ripped out too. Right. Both oh, of we, our hearts are on the done. floor. Beating. Look at what we're building. Yeah. yeah. That's like amazing. Um, I, we're just starting to see the first glimmers of like Ben and Ellie getting a kick out of each other. Mm-hmm. It was actually last weekend we did a cabin weekend that was like way better than the one we tried to do when Ellie was only like fresh half months old yeah. or no like a month she was like a month. yeah um but yeah it's really amazing like she's so much stronger now and like so much easier now and she's doing things like laughing and smiling that he gets a real kick out of yeah. and then i went to pick him up from school and i picked her up first because they have different schools so i walked in with her and all the other toddlers in his class like whooshed over to her like little magnet and he got really upset and he was like i don't want anyone looking at my sister oh mm-hmm and I'm like, yes, you keep that energy. Yes. Going for the Don't let anyone look at her ever yeah. <laughs> again. Yeah. Um, my rave. Okay. So I said at the top of the episode that it is like my power was flickering this entire episode. It's been gusty. It's been rainy. There's a tree right outside my window that is, you know, yeah. a little airman like going yeah. nuts. Yeah, yeah. And I just was thinking like how much I love talking about the weather. Like, and it always seems like a short talk where people are like, oh, what's the weather in Arizona this time of year? You right. Know, you say- it and it's like I realized it dawned on me last night because I was looking at the weather reports for the things that are going to be happening over the yeah. next couple of days yeah and I'm like I'm, I'm pretty sure that weather is a love language for me <laughs> and I've never connected the dots but like yeah. like talk weather to me you know like yeah you know, like, no, I don't like Let's- small talk oh baby this is right to the center of my heart come to mama yeah like let's <sighs> Let's talk about the blistering heat. Let's yeah. talk about oh, maybe yeah. there's going to be snow, yeah. like wind, mm-hmm. flooding. Okay. Serve it to me. As you're speaking, I just am thinking about your dad. It feels like a, like you and Jer could really riff off the weather together. Yeah. I think the two oh, of yeah. you could have just, quite a conversation about the weather. Yeah, man. It's so much rain that it's like kind of, it's becoming a little river down the road. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is something. That's something. That's what it is. <laughs> this is <gonna> be something. <laughs> all, all right, guys. guys. We love us. you. You can sip with us always. Get your merch. I'm telling you now. And we will see, see you, you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Want more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We uh, same, Sign me up. same, same, same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get yeah. raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. 
Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day mm-hmm. out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Totes, kibbutz. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, Love guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.